ready for Cassie and Henry. Bom, bom dia. dia. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Butler's, Butler's podcast. podcast. Why did we say bom dia? Because today we're talking all about Portuguese wines and bom dia, I believe, means hello in Portuguese. Good stuff. So <laughs> we're, we're talking about it because this month, June, is for Indies, independent merchants who are some of which are supporting Portuguese wines alongside Wines of Portugal UK. This sounds like we've got a sponsor or something, doesn't it? <laughs> that would be nice. Like a famous podcast. <laughs> so, um, Well, we kind of have. In a way. We're, we're highlighting Portuguese wines this month, but um, like sort of puppies aren't just for Christmas. We do Portuguese wines all year round. Um, you'll probably be familiar with our range, and uh, but if not... We have many different Portuguese wines and we love them. And so we always have them in stock, don't we? Yes, and we will keep stocking them all year round. We think they're excellent and they provide some really excellent quality wine and really good value. But it is a good campaign um, because it does highlight independent shops across the UK, independent shops doing interesting wines from Portugal. Um, so it's well worth supporting and um, checking out online on social media, I think. Uh, what do we look for? Hashtag June is for Indies and hashtag Project Portugal is our yeah. little hashtag. So today we thought we'd just do a brief trip around Portugal and highlight some of the, the major regions that you might see wine from. There are others which we might mention in passing, but we've just picked six of the main names that we might see. Like a little tour from north to south. Let's take it from north to south, shall we? <laughs> okay, take it away. <laughs> so if you picture a little map, just sort of like an oblong, isn't it really? A, a, a standy-uppy oblong. That's Portugal. <laughs> That's really clear. So in the northern part, which borders onto Spain, we have Vino Verde. We do. We really like the wines from Vino Verde. Yeah, it's quite a big region, lush region, and that's because it's Atlantic-influenced. So all of that coastline is influenced by the Atlantic, which is a very deep, large ocean, very cooling. So there's a lot of rainfall, temperatures are quite low. So you end up in with wines that aren't super ripe, but they're quite crisp and fresh and elegant in style. Um, so that as opposed to some of the more inland areas. And so the great varieties that you're probably going to see are Alvarino, yes, which is the same grape variety as Albarino across the border in Spain. Okay, so that's quite useful if you like Albarino style of wines, you'll like Alvarino, yes, you will. And it's quite crisp, isn't it? Citrusy. Um, you've got Treasure Dora, which is sometimes used to blend into some of the wines, which is a bit more tropical fruit and Lurero. Yes. How would you say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and that's very floral and aromatic. Um, but all of these great varieties tend to be used in wines that are unoaked, not too high in alcohol and very fresh. And often they can have a light spritz to them as well. Yes, they so can. it's worth checking if you're looking for a vino verde. If you like the spritz, ask for one with a spritz because some of them have are created that way yes. um, and others are just still wines. There's one major grape variety for the reds, really one major one, that's called Vignal, and that makes an interesting wine. It looks like Really it's, high acid. <laughs> and it looks like it's made of beetroot juice. Yeah, it's, it's really an deep. amazing colour, and they do vary somewhat. And you get quite earthy, quite high acidity, and some berry fruit. Um, and you're meant to drink them, I think, out of white china. 
just to show off the colour. Yeah, which we should and do have a them slightly chilled got some as well. Some of those little cups and the the white the china keeps the temperature cool for longer than a glass, so that's quite good. And we have got an interesting natural red wine coming in, haven't we, from Raza? Yes, from which is made area. from Vignal. So two good producers to look out for would maybe be Raza, Quinta de Raza. Um, who are quite affordable, aren't they? And, and yeah, they're... really great wines. We sell more Raza Vino Verde probably than any other wine. In the world. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and then at the higher end, you might have Suelero. Yeah, they're um, fantastic. Which they're is probably like a world-class the wine. best Alvarinos that you'll find. And you can keep those and they will age over a, a And they're time. still realistically priced as well. So you can get a, a really good Alvarino from Suelero for 18 to 20 pounds. So I would say Vino Verde, tick. Done. Nice. Where are we off to now? Let's go to the Douro, which is just below the Vino Verde. So you've got the Mino River going through Vino Verde. You come down the river and you've got the Douro, which runs inland from Porto all the way through to the Spanish border. And it then becomes Duero. And Can you do a boat trip? You can do a boat trip. There's a good. massive dam with a lock thing, that you, which is quite scary when you go in there because it's really high. <laughs> and it looks like a bit like a scene from Game of Thrones. Um, and sort of Get on there after a, bo- you're not after a bowl of heavy red. But this is more of a continental influence. So that's when you go far up the Douro to, towards the Spanish border, it's, it's almost like the wild, wild West. It's very dry, very arid because it's inland. You haven't got that Atlantic um, influence there. And so the fruit gets super ripe, really powerful. Um, and I think most people would know Douro for powerful reds, wouldn't they? Big, yeah. bold ones. And port, of course. Yes, of which we have many. And okay. port is not just for drinking in the winter either. And you can get some delicious white ports, which makes a fantastic drink with tonic. Yes, Soda it does, water, actually, like it? a long drink instead of a G&T. Really nice summer drink. Yeah, little chunks of lime in it. Mm, lovely. It's very nice. The main grape varieties here are Touriga Nacional, which is very deep in colour, tight little berries, and Tintororis, Tintobarocca, and the whites, Viacinium Gouveia. It's worth pointing out, I think, at this point, that most Portuguese wines are made as a blend, aren't they? Yes, and from indigenous varieties. So that's why I think they can seem a bit daunting, because you don't recognise the grapes. And they have over 250 different grapes, don't they? They have Growing a lot. In, in Portugal, which is hard for us to remember. Let's list all 250. <laughs> <laughs> um, just as a point um, there, which might be useful for the consumer, mm-hmm. is um, Tinta Rores, for example, which you might see on labels, is also known as Aragones. Okay. And is also known as Tempranillo. Hey, what? So, if you like Rioja wines from crazy? Spain, they are made generally from Tempranillo, or a big proportion made from Tempranillo. So, if you like that style of wine, it's a useful comparison um, with Aragones or Tintororas. How are we ever going to remember all of this? I know. Well, this is why you have to come to an independent, independent. to ask for advice. <laughs> or just message us. Yeah, it's a beautiful part of the world to visit. So, I think we've done that, haven't we? Yes. Duro covered. If we come down um, sort of south from there and a little bit west onto the coast, um, which is a place called Bairada, which sits in between Lisbon and Porto. Again, um, because it's on the coast, influenced by the Atlantic cooling. So you find that the whites are quite fresh and fruity and the reds are very elegant and have a structured and not big fruit bombs. 
Um, but it's it's there's some lovely wines here, aren't there? Really good. So you've the white grape varieties you might find would be Bical and Fanel Pires, which is also called Maria Gomez. Oh, it's so confusing. <laughs> and the reds are made from um, Bagger. Bagger, yeah. Which is what's that similar to in style? Nebbiolo, I would say. Good. Yeah, I would say as a. Something you wanted to compare it to, um, quite uh, sort of floral, dusty, earthy, yeah, um, light, quite high tannin, very yeah, aromatic, high acid, pale color, all very similar to Nebbiolo, which is used for Barolo, um, and they're very long lived wines. You can keep red wines from Byrada for 20 30 years if you, if you, yeah, uh, have and we've the got some um, really good wines. There's a family, um. They all seem to make wine. It's Louis Pato. Yeah. Um, he makes some amazing wines and he's a real character. He's really put Byrada on the map, I would say, for winemaking. Yeah. And his two daughters, uh, Maria and Philippa Pato, uh, they are doing their own winemaking in that region as well. And they make some amazing stuff. They all do very minimal intervention, sort of organic, biodynamic, um, well-made stuff and funky yeah, and if you if you took a wine from each of those producers, you'd probably you, that would be a good grounding for starting investigating that region, isn't it? Yeah, and if you're looking for sparkling wine as well, I'd say yeah, they do some a, really good sparkling, and that's a good place to look for. That's a key area for sparkling wine, both on the pink style and the whites, and they match really well with the local cuisine, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, because they're clean sparkling and fresh. Sparkling pig. Yeah. One for the vegans. So if you go inland from there, um, its neighbour is called Dao, which I think is pronounced Dong. <laughs> Dong. Dong. Um, and again, you're, you're going inland, so you're going into a warmer area, less rainfall, more heat. I think it's, I've been there, but I think it was quite woody. Um, and it really smells of pine and stuff and like the herbs and things like that. It's a really nice place, actually. Um, and they have here, they have very long lived, it's known for making very long lived red wines that are elegant, very stylish, maybe like a red burgundy, something like that. Um, there used to be lots of cooperatives, but now there are more smaller producers. The, the, some of the great varieties, again, Tariga Nacional, like you get up in the Douro, Alfrachero, Jane. <laughs> Alfrachero is very similar to Pinot Noir, I would say. Yeah, it's quite light. It's like a Portuguese Pinot, light and fruity. And the for the whites, Encrozado. Yeah, that's one to age as well. So that's a white wine. If you've had an Encrozado, you could age that. They do age really well. And what sort of similar similar wines would you? Encrozado is not hugely dissimilar to a ripe Burgundy. Yeah. So it's not quite big rich, oaky, isn't it? but it is. It's riper and richer than than something like a Rinto. Um, also, Vermentino from Italy. Right. Yeah. If you like a Vermentino, Encrozado might be yeah, the grape for you. That one. But you can see two neighbouring regions. The, the one that's closer to the Atlantic coast, you have lighter, crisper whites. And then as you come in inland where it becomes warmer and the fruit gets riper, you have this much richer style called Encrozado. So um, the regions really do make a difference. And, and Portugal is not a massive country, so you could easily travel from north to south on a holiday. And you would see the different terrain and, and it really sort of um, helps you to remember a lot of this My dad lives in the Algarve as well. So if you need somewhere to stay, yeah, or get a in touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got about 20 cars. Both of my aunts are there as well. The, all the family are there. 
So let's let's go south now again, and we will visit just below Lisbon, the Peninsula de Setúbal, um, which is an unusual region. But I I think that we're finding that we see more and more wines from this area. And I would say that maybe if you were on holiday in Lisbon, you would probably get poured a lot of these um, wines from this area. And again, Atlantic influence, Fernel Pérez, which is what great variety. Maria Gomez yeah. <laughs> um, for the whites, Castellau and Aragonés for the reds. And because they're on the, the coast, again, like Byrada, cooling influence, light, fresh, really sort of upbeat. I really like the wines from this region. And minerally. If you they like mineral wines. So if you like, yeah. um, I don't know, pick pools and mineral things. Yeah. A bit of wet stone. Oh, <laughs> wet stone. Hello. And the wines from there. And also um, fortified wines. Yes, the Moscadel de Setúbal are considered to be a classic wine from Portugal. They have a rich, long history where they are a fortified wine made from the Moscatel grape. So they're sort of different to port because they're made just from the Moscadel grape or, or a couple of different Moscadel grapes. But they age them in oak for a long time and then they age in bottle for 100 years plus. I've had some really odd ones. Yeah, there, they're amazing. And they're, they're, and they're not expensive either. No, they're good value. And they're really good for... They work well with cheese, don't they? But all with... You see a lot of egg dessert, egg-based desserts, don't you? The tarts mm. in, in Portugal. Tarta Donata. Tarta Donata. It's <laughs> my stage name. Um, we've got some really good producers, actually, as well. We import yeah. um, some wines from Setúbal, don't we? So the Hadada de Porto Caro, yeah, which are, really, I believe, really organic and they're super sustainable. Yeah, they're really nice and they're really good value. Um, Castellau is another great variety they use there, yeah. which is um, is really nice. There's a wine Cere- called Cerame. That's good, isn't it? Really good. And Romillo, with the um, their eco-friendly bottling, no labels. They've just got stencils on the on the labels. They're nice. Yeah, they're, they're really nice wines. Style. Yes, and they're under fifteen pounds, all of them. So let's move east from there into the largest region, and let's do the, this. Is the last one, which is called Alentejo, towards the south, inland, um, super hot. The bread basket of Portugal, I would say, because there's lots of arable, lots of animals, lots of cork trees, um, olive oil. Lots of sun. Lots of sun. So they they struggle to keep the wines um, fresh and bright because they get super ripe. So you get big reds made from Alicante Boucher, Aragones, Trincadera, those sort of grape varieties, and big tropical whites from Antal Vaz. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is a good name isn't it it is and you also see a lot some french varieties there like viognier um but the the good value wine sort of sits just behind the algarve and uh they, there's a lot of flavor and a lot of punch and good value i would say yeah and a great what, they, what would you say they were visit. similar to do you think in style what the alentejo wines oh goodness me they're almost sort of new worldy aren't they well, Aragon is like we've established is also Tempranillo. So yeah. if you like um, Spanish Rocco, wines, yeah, and also Sangiovese, I think it's a similar similar sort of style to okay. a Sangiovese. If you like Chianti, you can, okay. can't go wrong there. Tariga Nacional, it's not there. No, <laughs> they do do a bit of it down there. They do a bit of everything down there. But it, they're sort of almost New worldy in style with that really fruit forward, um, soft, tannins bit of oak nice wines 
And we've got some good ones down there, haven't we? Yeah, Trincadera, I think, if you like Grenache, that's a good comparison. Okay. Yeah, so if you like Grenache, French, or Garnacha from Spain, yeah, look for Trincadera. So we've got the Pecaguina. What's the... That's a producer. uh, Maladina. It's Maladina de Nova. De Nova. (laughs) Tata de Nata. We have the Hedada de Sao Miguel from Casas Relvas. Which brilliant, is a brilliant very, wine. Very, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's always under fifteen pounds for a red wine, and they blend in a little bit of Cabernet Sauvignon and Syrah, I think. So, it has a bit of everything going on. Both those producers, they sort of make blended wines, don't they? Really? Yeah, and we have but, them in Magnums as well, which we is always great. Really good yeah. barbecue wine, actually. Yeah, and kind the Terra Alta wines are very good as well, aren't they? Single varietal ones, which yeah. is unusual for. Yeah, minimal wines. intervention, low sulphur, really um, good wines. Yeah, very clean, bright, very fruit. And bright, they're around 12 pounds. by Peter Bright. They are, the Australian. What are the, yeah, what are the chances? So they're, they're sort of the, I think we picked those, those regions because they're the ones that you most often see in shops. But there are other regions such as the Beira interior, which is just south of Douro, which makes quite minerally white. And of course, Lisboa, which is the area around Lisbon. Um, it's a good place to visit as well. Good place to visit. Plenty of vineyards there. And you've also got Tejo, um, the Algarve, of course, and then Trasamontes up in the... Near Vino Verde. Yeah, mountainous area, I would, I would suggest. There's loads Trasamontes. of places to discover, really. Yes, um, and we would encourage you to do so. It's, it's a good place to visit. Very nice people. Not too far to get to from here. No, only two and a half hours on a plane, and I hate flying. Wines match up really well with food, lots to discover, lots to explore, lots of fun to have. Yeah, and you can get to the coast as well. Plus, there's the massive surfing beaches. There is. Yes, yeah, so if you like everyone. surfing, you can hit the beach and get a bottle of wine afterwards. And we didn't even tackle the Azores or Madeira. <laughs> oh, that's for another lesson, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So much to remember. <laughs> well, I, think, I hope that's useful. Um, enjoy uh, drinking Portuguese wines support June is for Indies um, and speak to an independent speak to an independent in your area seek out some Portuguese wines get some advice and uh, away you go thank you very much how do you say goodbye I I have absolutely no idea (laughs) obrigado is thank you thank you yeah obrigado for listening (laughs) to this (laughs) bye bye goodbye wine learners